Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Have you made a will? Is it one of those things on your to-do list but you're unsure of how to go about it? Solicitor Elaine Byrne is back with me discussing everything you need to know about making a will. We have our regular vets and their pets feature in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic. Today, Hazel Mullins returns to farm animals and she's lots of great advice for farmers that are preparing for calving season. And lots of great music on the playlist today, including a Natalie and Brulia Starship in there very shortly for you as well WhatsApp and text lines are open 086 1800 658 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court see gilmores.ie LMFM 11 to 1 on LMFM with Sinead Brazel Good morning, Sinead Brazel here with you. You're listening to 11 to 1 Starship, kicking us off there with nothing's going to stop us. It's a cold one this morning. My God, it's cold. Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the Northeast. And thank you so much for tuning in. Hearing the news this morning of the shocking, tragic murder of Ashling Murphy from Tullamore. And normally I try and concentrate on lighter news because I want to brighten people's day but there comes a time when a story like this stops me on my tracks and I really felt the need to to say something. Firstly, my thoughts and prayers go out to this beautiful woman's family and I think the entire country is reeling after this tragic news and as well as sadness I feel anger rising because a woman in the prime of her life, out for a run after a hard day's work, at 4pm in the day, was attacked and killed. Will women ever feel safe? Will we ever feel safe enough to go out by ourselves, to, to go out for a walk or a run or anything without fear? I mean, every woman will be familiar with feeling panicked if they're out at night walking from one location to the next, even if it's just a short distance, you know. There's plenty of times at night if I'm on my own and I might be after visiting a friend or something or I might be at the cinema myself or, you know, something like that. And let me tell you, 
I clutch my car keys in my hand and I practically sprint towards the car and I get in and I lock the door straight away and I drive off and I don't relax until I'm back at my own front door. And that is a reality for me and so many other women around this country. I don't allow my 16-year-old daughter to walk anywhere on her own. She's under strict instructions to text or or message me when she meets up with her friends uh, if she's going out anywhere. And on a Thursday, she has a couple of activities after school. And I, to be sick telling her, text me when you get from one activity to the next because I have this fear, you know. And I always tell her, ring me, you know, if you need to be collected. At 16, I definitely was not doing this. I was walking about a lot more freely. I was walking to friends' houses at night, no problem. She can't do this. She can't. Even a grown woman of 37 myself, I feel afraid if I'm walking in an area that's not well lit up. And even if it is well lit up. When is this violence against women going to stop? How many more cases like this are we going to be hearing about? One man said to me, and he means the best of intentions, so you can't be going around living your life in fear like that. And all I can say to that is, in all due respect, you have absolutely no clue what it is like for us. You can walk about freely without the same level of fear of being attacked or jumped out upon If we're on a night out with friends, just the girls, we all make sure we get home safely in a taxi and we text each other to make sure that we are all home and safe. Men definitely do not do this. And I'm well aware there's plenty of great, kind-hearted men out there. I know plenty of them. I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by them in friends and families and I have uh, great male colleagues here in LMFM. And I'm far from saying that all men are evil. Far from that. But the reality is that this is happening to women. Women are getting assaulted. Women are being murdered. Women are being raped. So as you go about your day-to-day Think about Ashling Murphy and get angry, get outraged about this because it's no good saying, isn't it shocking? We need to do something about it. Women are getting murdered at 4pm in the afternoon. We do not feel safe and this is a massive, massive problem. And We've got to do something about it. We really have got to do something about it. A lot of people talking about her new single, Oh My God, the video was dropped for it. It's called Oh My God. I'm not saying Oh My God. It's called that. And uh, yeah, a lot of people saying it's amazing. It looks really great. In fairness, I got a little bit of a taster of it there. It looks excellent. So she is back dropping her new music. And there she is with a classic uh, with someone like you. People are getting in touch with me on 086-1800-658 about Ashling Murphy and what I have said, my feelings on it. And thank you so much. Here's Chris in RD. He says, as a father of six daughters, I'm very emotional over this incident. God love the family. I fear for my girls. And this is the reality. And it's not a nice reality. But as parents, you do fear. And you do fear particularly for your girls because they're going, are they okay? Are they going to get home all right? Who are they with? All of that. This is what goes through your mind as a parent. Tom is on text 086 1800 658. Sinead, we are outraged as men too. 99.999% 99.999% of men are good. Sorry you're upset. I ha- I am. I have three teenage daughters. Imagine my worry. But here is a question. What is the answer? 
that other 0% of weirdos are always going to be at large. What can we do? Thank you, Tom. Tom, yes. And as I mentioned, there's plenty, so many dotes of men in this world. There really are. And this is not me saying all men are evil or any of that. But, um, do you know, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. But let me tell you, I want to be part of whatever solution we can come up with. And I will help in any way that I can. And I think this is the point of using the show as a platform to, to talk about this. Um, somebody else saying, Hi Sinead, with the best of intentions, if you don't settle yourself, you'll have all your listeners panic-stricken. They should be panic-stricken. This is the reality. I'm sharing my experience. My experience as a woman is, I am fearful going to my car at night. You should be panic-stricken. Thank you for your passionate talk. I'm a 48-year-old man who has not always done right in life, but I was brought up to respect women. I've got a lot of flack for standing up for women's rights. I'll continue to do so. Paul, thank you so much for that message. And there's nothing, you know, anyone that gives you a, a bit of flack for standing up for women's rights needs their heads checked. We need to work together. This is, the, this is part of the solution. Men and women working together, together on this. Not us versus you or any of that nonsense. Work together with it. You know, this is what I'm talking about. 86 658 please, for your comments. Christine has been on. Text 86 658 Sinead, I have your back. It has to stop. Women can't be, can't be attacked, beaten and murdered just like as men feel like it. It's utterly shocking what happened to Ashling. Time for it to end. God bless. Thank you for that, Christine. And this is, you know, when I was chatting to the Seroptimists, amazing organisation, they're a nationwide organisation, but I was chatting to the Drada branch before Christmas and these women work for women in all sorts of varieties of roles in life just to make life better for women and part of what they've gotten behind is the White Ribbon campaign that was kick-started on the back of Jill Maher's uh, murder in, in Australia and it's about education so they're starting off in schools they're educating in schools they're raising awareness they're working together to try and raise awareness and put an end to this. It's the likes of these organisations that we have to support and get behind. And when they're out there talking about this stuff, that's when we need to go, We wait, you know, sort of listen to them and, and hear what they have to say. And it's about working together. It's about working together to find a solution. Men and women coming together and working to find a solution. That's my feeling on it. Uh, keep your comments coming in 086 658 There's a lot of messages coming in on 086 658 I promise I will try my very best to get through all of those. Thank you so much. Keep them coming in on either text or WhatsApp. And you feel free to use the number as well if you have a question for my first guest because by due to popular demand, never have I seen the amount of letters and emails and calls and messages into the show about this lady and a lot of people appealing to me to do the piece again about wills. And I thought, given that it's the new year, it's a good chance to get stuck into this. So Elaine Byrne, Solicitor Elaine Byrne is going to be with us very shortly talking us through the entire process of what it is and uh, what you have to, to do to go through making a will. So stay with us. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM.
Let's be honest, it's not easy thinking about our own death or what might happen to a loved ones once we go. But having a will in place is of utmost importance and can save a lot of trouble once we do go. But how can we go about making a will? How does the process work? My first guest has over 17 years experience working with people, helping them draw up a will and guiding them through the process. She's back by popular demand. I'm delighted to be joined once again by solicitor Elaine Byrne, who has some big news for us today. How are you doing? Elaine. Good morning, Sinead. Thank you so much for having me on. I just really enjoy chatting to you. Oh, I'm delighted to have you and a big, massive congratulations to you because you have some big news to share with us today, don't you? <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, so as listeners probably know, um, I have always worked with Regan McEntee and Partners in Trim, where I've been really happy but I've decided to open my own practice. I, I suppose it's, look, it's something that I've always wanted to do. I'm so fortunate because I love my work. I love the clients that I work with and probably like yourself, Sinead, I don't see it as work. I yeah. really enjoy what I do. And an opportunity came up. So my lovely sister-in-law, Aileen, and my brother, Billy, they have a pharmacy in Atboy and they have a lovely office above them and look when the opportunity came up I said I would just go for it as a boy is a lovely town and I suppose the whole the idea and the thought process behind it is the concept of excellence in legal care and I put excellence in inverted commas but we are just going to specialise in the area of wills and probate and nursing homes and trusts so I think by necessity we'd have to develop some kind of um, expertise and then the other idea is legal care. And I think, look, as solicitors, we are so privileged to be in a position of trust. And like, and I, I suppose particularly wills and probate, it's mm. such a difficult um, and sensitive area. And I think that we can be quite vulnerable speaking about it. So, look, I'd hope that we'd have empathy, that we'd have understanding. And the other aspect then of care is that I suppose, look, if somebody approaches us, it's not just a file, it's not just a number. We we genuinely care about uh, what we do and we try and get the best result for the person. Oh, I've no doubt you're going to be a great success. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with this. It's absolutely fantastic news. And, you know, thanks for coming back to us because never have I had so many letters, calls, emails about how beneficial people found this when we did this last year. So it's a really good idea to do a bit of a refresher on this at the start of the year it's a great time to kind of get the legal affairs in order but making a will is not easy you know people put it off you know and I think the the main reason is that we don't like to think about (laughs) about our own demise but tell me about the whole process so how does this work first of all what is a will what is a will yeah so I suppose a will it's a document in which a person so if it's a gentleman he's called a testator And if it's a lady, it's called a testatrix. And we set out our wishes in relation to certain matters which are to take effect on our death. So it's really important to remember it only takes effect on one's death so that we can amend it and update it as many times as we would like. And I suppose if I'm, if we're advising somebody on a will, I suppose we always think, try to think down the line a bit and we try to think how practically is this going to work? And, you know, when it comes to the time and maybe if we're reading the will out, you know, we, we don't want to have any altercations or rows. We want oh God, no. to be tax efficient. So, like, we're advising now, but I, and I think for all solicitors, you know, we will always think of down the line. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of the process then, so say, for example, I'm to go into you, uh, I, wa- I want to get this done. Do I need to have any documents with me or what, what happens when at the first meeting? Yeah, so I just I prepared just a, a list of the information yeah. that you would need um, for any solicitor. And so I don't know if there's any listener, even if you've a, a pen and paper, or maybe I could send it to you after because hopefully it's a good practical list. Yeah. So the first thing that you will need is your ID and your address verification. The second and really important thing is you will need a copy of any previous will. And if you're changing it, you know, and particularly if it's a big change that say today I'm leaving my house to Jim and then in my latest will I'm leaving my house to Mary, just a reason why am I changing it. Also then a note of your family circumstances. So are you single or are you married? And I suppose particularly if, any of us are separated or divorced, so just a copy of those orders. Then maybe a note, so have you any children, any children with additional needs maybe? The other thing that's really useful to prepare is a note of any assets. So for example, if you own a home, whose name is the house in? Where are the deeds? Have you mortgage protection? And just the final thing to think about is just who will you appoint as executor? And this is a really important role. It's the person who will attend to everything after your day. Okay, so more often than not, you know, it's it's maybe if it's the case of parents, maybe a child is the executor, perhaps the eldest. Is that the norm? Yeah. So, and actually, a question that I'm asked a lot is, can a beneficiary also be an executor? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you. Yeah. So absolutely. So. I can make a will and I can leave my property to my three children, but I can also name one of those children or any of those children as an executor. Um, They can't, I think maybe perhaps there's a bit of confusion because a witness to a will cannot benefit. Okay. But an executor can. Okay, so that's the difference. So who would be a witness then to a will? So the witness then will be, so the, the, your solicitor will sort that out. So when okay. you go to your solicitor, it's most likely maybe the solicitor and maybe um, his or her legal secretary. So you don't have to worry about witnesses. That will be sorted for you. Okay, I am getting a couple of questions for you, um, Elaine, on 086-1800-658. Can you ask the solicitor, uh, oh yeah, we've, we've answered that, what do you need to take with you in making a will and if making a change? So you've gone through that, that list. Uh, also, is it completely new will then and is there new fees um, when it comes to changing the will? That's, that's interesting, actually. Yeah, so I, I would say that it depends on the nature of the change. So say if I have a will made and... I'm changing maybe just the name of the executor, just a small change. Most likely there wouldn't be any fee for that, you know, because it would be um, a very small change. But sometimes it could be an entirely new will that maybe, you know, I had left property to somebody and the person had passed away or maybe I sold the property so that in reality I'm starting from scratch. So I think it probably would be a whole new fee in that context if if it's entirely new. But it'll just depend on the nature of the change um, but I would say, yeah, it's really important that if it, if there's a, a big change to a will, just to really explain the reasons for that. And again, it's just to think down the line that say if the will is questioned yeah. or, you know, say the example that I gave earlier, if that's the first beneficiary isn't happy and is challenging the will, that we can say, well, the will was changed because of 
X, Y and Z or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Getting another one here for for you from Tom. Hi Sinead, great to have someone talking about Wills. Could you tell us what happens if an elderly couple with six adult children doesn't make a will? Uh, He says, thank you, by the way, they're listening now. Um, Okay, so uh, look, you know, a lot of people do put off uh, making a will. I mean, what happens then, you know, if there are assets like the house or if there's money? What happens if there's no will at all? I'm sure it's a bit of a mess, is it? Okay, so thank you, Tom. So, um, yeah, so if I suppose, say we've a husband, yes, we've a husband and wife and we've six children. So we'll just, sorry, I, I'm going to pick on the poor husband. Okay. So say if he passes away first. So if he doesn't have a will, we are looking at the rules of intestacy. So anything in his sole name will be divided as to two thirds to his wife and the remaining one third to his six children. Now, my concern in that instance would be that, you know, that the wife is living in the house and mm-hmm. obviously it's her home. And some of the children say, look, of course, that the house and the money, everything should belong to to the wife. But two of the children say, do you know what? Hmm, no, I think that I should be entitled to some of the money or some of the house. And, and that's a difficult scenario so that if... Um, you know, so that if those two are holding out, yeah. that um, you know the house won't pass to to his wife then, or all of the money won't pass. And I just think that you could be setting it up for a situation of conflict. So I just wonder, might that couple, for example, might they consider making a will, and they could possibly have two parts. So they could have part A, and they could say, right, if something happens to me, I leave everything to my lovely wife or my lovely husband. And then if something happens, both of us, you know, maybe we want to divide it all between our six children. Uh, we want to appoint one or two of them as executors. If we have any specific funeral wishes, we can include that. So I just think, so in that scenario, just by making a will, you're leaving it so much easier yeah. for those that you leave behind. Yeah, and there's no conflict or any of that. And look, I know there's a lot of questions coming in on this, okay, about how much it costs. And uh, Mick and Kel is asking, can I make a new will with any solicitor if I've one made? Is there any help with payments for anyone on job seekers? So he's asking a couple of things there. In terms of, I know different solicitors, it's different costs for different solicitors. So you will get a quote, isn't that right, Elaine? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can price around, there's, um, you know, probably lots lots of different um, prices um, some solicitors, you know, you might pay in instalments. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, I don't think that the cost of a will is prohibitive. Um, so it's probably in the region, maybe, I'm just throwing it out there, maybe €200 Euro plus fast, that kind of amount. Okay. But I would say it will depend on the circumstances. So say if there's somebody and, you know, maybe if they've quite a lot of assets and, you know, the will, there might be a lot of consultations, there might be uh, dealings with, the tax advisor or maybe a farm advisor or the other example maybe is if um, a client maybe is separated and there's a family law aspect to it. So it just, it depends on the circumstances but absolutely I would say for listeners the cost of a will isn't prohibitive. So if it's something that you wanted to do, you know, I, I, I think you would get over the cost but um, it, it will vary and it will vary, I suppose, depend largely on our own circumstances. Uh, I'm going here with another one. Hi Sinead, I want to make a will but my husband doesn't want it. He says we're too young, we're in our early 50s, we have a mortgage together and three children. Can I go ahead? 
this ladies one day? Um, yeah, so um, you could. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, I suppose you're not going to be covered for a scenario, God forbid, if something happened to you yeah. and your husband at the same time. So, look, ideally, and I know what your husband is saying, um, you know, like very often we think of a will for somebody much, much older, but, you know, I suppose, look, unfortunately, none of us know. I would certainly encourage any listener to at least consider making a will at various stages in life. In life, And remember, it can always be, up, be updated, but I think irrespective of age, it's definitely something to consider. Okay, and we're, we're running out of time, but I'm going to go to one more question here. Um, what if the wife passed away first? Would it still be the same? Yeah, we've gone through that. If they make the will together, uh, you know, both parties kind of say, well, if I die first, the house goes to my wife or vice versa. Isn't that it? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's okay. generally what couples might do. Yeah. And, and what about the executor? Does the executor have to sign anything? I'm getting a question on that. No, so absolutely not. I would say it is advisable to tell your executor. Okay. Um, and also, actually, really important, please make sure that your executor knows where your will is. Oh, yeah. If oh, God. If something happens. Yes. That, um, your ex- well, first of all, that your executor knows that there is a will. And then secondly, that rather than you know, your executor having to phone every solicitor in Mead and Loud that they know it's with this particular solicitor. It just leaves it much more straightforward. Elaine, as always, absolutely brilliant having you on. I'm getting so many more messages, but I'm running fast out of time here. We will definitely come back to you on this because I know there's a lot of questions that people still have about this. At the moment, we know that you're just new in your, your new office at the moment. Are you giving out contact details or would you rather wait until you're settled in and we can give them out again? You know, I think, like, for the minute, so I'm still, I suppose, working as a consultant with my good pals in Regan McIntyre. The office, we literally, we've been our electrician, we've our plumber there, so it's probably <laughs> early for yeah. our contact details in at Spoy, but... Look, absolutely, if anybody wants to contact me through Regan McIntyre's or if there's any way that we can help, just give us a shout. And hopefully the next time Sinead will be up and running in at Spoy. Oh, I've no doubt. Thank you so much, Elaine, for joining me. Elaine Byrne there. She's getting her own practice. EB solicitors in at the Boy. But in the meantime, you can give her a shout at Regan McIntyre. 046 11FM,northeast.date,with,Senator,windows,whether,you're,extending,building,or,replacing,your,windows,and,doors,talk,to,your,local,Senator,windows,dealer,today,on,1850,77,44,55,10,temperatures,8,there,5,8,degrees,although,
So many messages coming in on 086-1800-658. We will get to them. And I know we've lots of messages coming in there about wills. And I just said, mentioned to Elaine that maybe we'll have her back in a couple of weeks' time. So we will get to all of those questions. Thank you so much for them. Heading towards 12 News. And after that, we're talking uh, pets with our vet, Hazel Mullins. Still to come on 11 to 1, Jamie Lynn Spears speaks out about Britney in her first interview. And we'll have our regular vets and their pets feature in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic. Today, Hazel Mullins returns to farm animals. She's got lots of great advice for farmers heading into the calving season. 11 to 1 on LMFM with Gilmore's Kings Court. See gilmores.ie. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Bastille with Pompeii, their debut single. You're listening to Sinead Brazel. I'm here till one. And this caught my attention this morning because, you know, we're, we were talking about this quite a bit last year, actually, with Solicitor Elaine Byrne about Britney Spears and the conservatorship. And she really sort of broke it all down for us into kind of you know, layman's terms, because we don't know what all this legal, legal jargon is about. And it really kind of put into to the frame what was going on with Britney Spears. Well, her sister, Jamie Lynn, has uh, broken her silence. She has addressed her role in helping to end the singer's conservatorship, insisting that she did take steps to help. Now, we'll know from before Christmas that Britney had very much spoken out against her sister and that they aren't talking um, at the moment. I follow uh, Brittany on Instagram at the moment. She hasn't kind of made any reference to this interview just yet. So essentially, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears um, said that she spoke to her sister's legal team. She was speaking on Good Morning America. And here's a little snippet of that interview. What was your reaction when the conservatorship was dissolved? I was happy. I was, first off, I don't understand when it was put into place, I was 17 year old. I was about to have a baby, so I didn't understand what was happening, nor was I focused on that. I was focused on the fact that I was a 17 year old about to have a baby. I understand just as little about it then as I do now. You talked in the book about um, the role that you were asked to play in the conservatorship. There was a time where my sister asked me of her trust and will if I would be the person who was sure that her boys got what they needed, whether she's in a conservatorship or not. That was a very normal thing, I thought. Once I realized that, you know what, she's in a conservatorship, I felt like I just didn't want to be a part of until maybe she was out of the conservatorship. So there was no, like, me overseeing funds or something like that. And if that was, it was a misunderstanding. But either way, I took no steps to be a part of it. Jamie Lynn revealing for the first time she there you go uh, I, uh, I'd i say that uh, Britney Spears will have a lot to say on this I know when she spoke out about when her sister was talking about her book um, which is out at the moment um, she uh, Britney Spears had strong words to, to say about this so we'll have to watch this space I think the whole world is just going Britney sit down with Oprah give us the interview that we're all looking for we want to know what life was like for you we want to know what, what you're going to do now like is she going going to return to the stage. So many questions we have for Britney Spears. Anyway, we'll have to just watch this space. Now time to check in and see what else is happening in the world of showbiz. 
The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Hannah Melissa Barrera stars in the fifth screen movie which is out tomorrow and it takes place 25 years after the original movie with a new killer behind the mask the actress tells the buzz Ghostface is even more dangerous this time round now that he's tech savvy. There is some social media involvement. There's texting, hacking the, the, the alarm system of the house on the phone, like all that. Uh, let's just say Ghostface is very tech savvy in this one, which makes him, I think, way scarier. Kim Kardashian is said to believe that Kanye's new girlfriend, Julia Fox, being a diehard follower of Keeping Up With The Kardashians could mean positive things for their co-parenting relationship. Sources say Kim would rather her ex be with a fan than an enemy and she's happy to see her estranged husband smiling again. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fans are split when it comes to whether or not they'll be tuning in for the gritty reboot Bel-Air. The first full trailer for the dramatic retelling of the beloved television comedy, which has been backed by Will Smith, has just dropped. Welcome to Bel-Air. What the hell is my life? Yo, chill out, bro. Maybe Will just isn't cut out for this. Why are we working so hard to save a boy who doesn't want to be saved? Because we owe it to him. A real man takes responsibility for his actions. A real man knows when to let go of his pride and make the most out of a second chance. Be the Will who charmed West Philly with his talent and swag. Let the music diffuse all the kids. That's The Buzz. I'm Hannah. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Dundalk.ie has it all. We were talking about that yesterday on the programme Bel Air, this new reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm all for it, you know. I'm a big fan of the the original series, but I'm liking the direction that they're going with this, with the gritty sort of side of things. It's going to be on uh, now, I think. It's going to be on now streaming and I think Sky as well later on in the year. So excited for that one. Now getting back to the music, here's Natalie Imbruglia. Great song, Natalie Imbruglia with Torn from 1997. It's still great. That song is still excellent. Absolutely love that one. Uh, now it is time to return to our regular vets and their pets feature in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic. We chat to them every single week about uh, various different problems that we might be having with our domestic animals, but also farm animals because we have a lot of um, far- a big farming community around the northeast. And today we are returning uh, specifically to farm animals and to cows and farmers will be preparing for calving season. And let me tell you, I'm not a farmer. <laughs> nor a farmer's wife but I don't envy you at all there's lots involved in this and I got a great education in this with Hazel Mullins she's going to be joining us just after these 11 to 1 on LMFM The LMFM Vets and Their Pet Series is brought to you by Highfield Veterinary Commons Road Navin catering for all your pets and farm animal needs. For more information or to make an appointment, visit highfield.ie. Follow Highfield Veterinary Navin on Facebook. It's time to return to our regular vets and their pets feature in association with Highfield Veterinary Clinic, Commons Road in Navin. And today we are discussing farm animals, specifically cows. And we're going to talk about colostrum management in cows, the importance of vaccinating cows to prevent scour in calves. And joining me now on the line is our expert vet, Hazel Mullins. How are you doing, Hazel? 
Hi, Sinead. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Now, like in humans, colostrum, I believe, is liquid gold for calves. This is the first milk and it's extremely important that they get this straight away. Absolutely. So colostrum is the secret to a calf's immunity. So when a calf is born, they have zero antibodies, like zero immunity. So if you can imagine, if that calf doesn't get colostrum, like we ideally, you kind of want to give it within two hours. That's the kind of peak because actually the amount of antibodies in the colostrum actually reduces every four hours. So oh. um, it's, well, it's 4% every mm. hour. So even by four hours, you've lost 16% of the antibodies. So really, it, it's so important to get it in very, very quickly. So within two hours is, is really ideal. And then the, the gut of the calf actually absorbs those antibodies into the bloodstream and that's how they get immunity. So say they're in, you know, and farms aren't spotless, so they are going to get, you know, in contact with bacteria yep. and viruses. So they need these antibodies to fight any infection they're going to be predisposed to. So really, it is the first thing with anything to do with calf health. Colostrum, colostrum, colostrum is so important. And what's the best way to ensure the calf is getting a good amount of colostrum? Is should the farmers well, like give the allow the calf to feed directly from mum, or should the farmer intervene intervene here? So I suppose when when I'm talking about colostrum management as such, it's very much like a lot of it is very dairy focused. So <clears throat> generally, you should um, you should actually milk the cow very hygienically as well. You know, you should clean the teeth before you milk the cow. And you should get you should get at least ten percent of the calf's body weight. So if it's a forty kilo calf, which is a kind of a standard Frisian calf, say that's born in in the spring, then you should get four liters, and that four liters should be either fed in a nipple feeder or else stomach tubed. But nipple feeding is probably more natural, mm. and if you have the time, that should be probably number one, and then stomach tubing would be would be number two in my in my own opinion. And um, but at least if it's four o'clock in the morning and you stomach tube your calf with four liters of colostrum, you know they have it. And you know, busy farms are so busy in spring, and you just need to be able to make sure that the calf has gotten the four liters. Yeah, because you know you're talking about maybe multiple calves being born at the same time as well. Exactly. So this this is very uh, important that people farmers need to be aware of this. So yeah. h- how long could the cow then be producing colostrum? Because you know you're saying there that uh, you know it's running out. I suppose after you know it goes down in in quality and everything. So yeah. uh, like really, this is kind of crucial straight away. Straight away, it's the first. It's the first milking, and and again, yeah. It, and even if you're not milking the cow, the antibodies are you know are being reduced. Um, so even if you say, oh, I haven't milked her, no, the, the antibodies are still being reduced. So actually, yeah, it is within two hours. We need to milk the cow very hygienically because actually, a lot of research has come out lately, and this might be something that's news to a lot of farmers because look, farmers have been told about colostrum for years. Yeah. But the new the new thing now is hygiene. So actually, they've proven that if there's a lot of bacteria in the colostrum, say you've milked the cow and you've left it out, you know, maybe it's a warmer spring day or, you know, just like milk, it goes off um, or else, you you know, there might be some dung in it or something. That bacteria, if you give that to the calf, that bacteria is actually competing with the antibodies for absorption. Right. So it's really, really important that um, you could have the best quality, um, I'll, I'll come on to quality in a minute, but you could have the best quality colostrum but if it's full of, of bacteria, the bacteria actually prevent the antibodies from being absorbed. And also the bacteria are dangerous to the, to the calf because they don't have yeah. any immunity. 
So really, really, really like they've actually added in. So there's kind of the four the four cues of of costume. So they're quantity, quality, quickly, and now they've added in squeaky clean. I know it doesn't <laughs> I <love> exactly <laughs> it doesn't exactly ha- start with cue, but re- like they had to put it in there because yeah. it's so important. Yeah. Okay, so that's vital. And once mm-hmm. the K or the calf, sorry, has gotten this clostrum, what's uh, next in terms of feeding? Do the does the farmers just allow the the calf then to to get milk from mum, or what's the best sort of when it comes to feeding them then? Well, I suppose in a dairy setup, they will be either put on to uh, transition milk, which is the milk the cow produces for the first week, and then either whole milk or um, a lot of farms then would, would use milk replacer as well. And there's no right or wrong way, as long as you're getting the right amount you know, of quality food into the calf, that they're not hungry, they're growing at a good rate. That's the main, really main important thing. But the clostrum feed is the first feed, and that's the main one. The way of, there's different ways of checking the quality yeah. of clostrum on farm as well. So there's a, there's a tool called a refractometer, and I'm talking about it a lot on, on our Instagram and trying to really promote farmers that if they're going to buy one thing this year for spring, I really would invest in a refractometer. You can get them in all different types of agri stores and also on Amazon, and you can buy them online. And they basically, what you do is take a little drop of clostrum that you've taken from the cow, maybe before you give it to the calf, and you just you put it on a, a little prism and with the refract the refractory uh, of the light from the clostrum tells you how concentrated the proteins and the antibodies are in that clostrum. So the key figure is 22% bricks. So it's a brick scale. It's a percentage scale. I think they use them in um, in fermentation and making making alcohol and things oh, like okay. this. They're used in a lot of different industries, but yeah. there's a specific one maybe that, that I think it's from zero to 30 um, bricks value for a farm. And that's the one you need. And it's 22%. If it's above 22%, there's lots of videos online. And actually, Highfield are just making a new video as well. We have a webinar coming up next Monday. So if anyone's interested, ring up, ring us up in Highfield for a link to that webinar. But it shows you how to use the refractometer. And yeah, put, I know Christmas has passed now, but maybe put it on the list for the, the spring wish list. Yes, and, and spoil, spoil yourself with it. You know, it's going to make your, yourself, your, yeah. your life so much easier with this. Um, yeah. So so that's uh, that's colostrum and that's what we need to know there. In terms of um, vaccination, now and we, we talk yeah. about this quite a lot, uh, Hazel, in terms of, you know, vaccinating uh, animals. But vaccinating cows before calving is really important. As you've outlined there, you know, the calves immune system is pretty much nil. So vaccination mm-hmm. beforehand is really important. Yeah, so the scour vaccine that we use is actually an unusual one. We don't vaccinate the calves. We actually vaccinate their mothers, the dams. So the cows get, get an injection, get their vaccine, um, um, but three to 12 weeks prior to calving. So okay. if you have cows due to calf within that bracket, you need to be getting your vaccine in now. So basically the middle of January is very much a time when a lot of dairy farmers Spring calving dairy farmers will be thinking, okay, January, they're going to be they're going to be calving now, first week of February. I need to get this vaccine in. So this week is kind of the time when you need to be ringing up your vet and ask, like booking in your your ordering your your vaccines for your scour. So basically, the the mother passes on the antibodies through the clostrum mm-hmm. to the calf. So there, it's like a hyper immune hyper immune clostrum that's full of antibodies to rotavirus and uh, E. coli and coronavirus. So it really does protect the calf. It just gives them another level of protection. But unfortunately, it's not a silver bullet. You do have to have the hygiene, the feeding, the clostrum, 
obviously you need to get the clostrum into the calf the way we've just discussed um, because that's the way they get the antibodies. Unfortunately, there's no injection that'll at the moment that that'll that'll give those antibodies to the calf. It has to be brought from the clostrum to the okay. calf. Okay. And uh, in terms of how would we know if a calf was suffering from scour? Like, what kind of signs would you look out for? Oh well, I think um, if, if any farmers are listening to this, they probably can can nearly smell it. And, and oh, lovely! It, you know, it's <laughs> it is a and like one calf will start, and you you nearly know that the rest of the pen will start oh, soon okay. after. And generally they won't, they, they won't drink their tongue. Like it's like having, you know, rotavirus and crypto is another one. Crypto is a protozoa. Unfortunately, there's no vaccine against crypto. But it, it eats, they kind of wear away the villi of, of the gut. So it's, it's quite sore. Mm. So they'll be tucked up. They won't want to drink because drinking will be kind of, a, will be sore. It's like having a very, really sore tummy bug. And uh, generally, uh, yeah, you'll see the scour at the other end. Yeah, so I was just going to say, you'll see the consequences of a tummy yeah, bug everywhere yeah. all over the farmyard. And exactly. in terms of, like, if that does happen, can you cure it or what do you do then? You can. And, and when you call um, the vet, so here at Highfield, we have um, farm side tests that we do. So when you say, call us out to your sick calf, we can take a little sample of the scour, so a sample of the feces, put it um, into a little snap test not not too similar from, from an actual COVID antigen test. Okay. And you, you were waiting for the two lines. So basically it has all of the, it has all of the four main, um, so it are five, E. coli, rotavirus, crypto and corona um, on this little test. And when you have two lines, say, on rotavirus, then that means that the calf, the, the, the bug that's causing the issue is rotavirus. And of course, viruses don't respond to antibiotics because, you know, they just don't. And then, so then we're looking at hydration and, you know, keeping the calf drinking and, and keeping them warm and, and things like that. So it is a very good to actually know what we're treating because obviously E. coli, we can treat that with an antibiotic, but unfortunately yeah. the viruses we can't. So yeah, it's, it, technology actually has really evolved in farm animal practice and we can do this now right on the farm and we have an answer like you see with the antigen test they take 10 minutes we yeah. have an answer within 10 minutes and we can we can treat the with the animal appropriately then that's fantastic mm. and uh, in terms of you know i know you mentioned obviously that the the scour vaccination has to go to the cow but mm. once the calf is that bit older do they need vaccinations or do they wait until they're uh, fully adults so there's no um vaccine um yeah no it's it's generally once they get over once they get over maybe 10 weeks of age they're they're susceptible to all to these bacteria and viruses mm-hmm. d- diminishes. So generally, those the the vaccine that the the antibodies they got from the classroom will which will protect them to a certain point. Obviously, infection pressure and hygiene is involved as well, and that's why you you'll often see um, scour a lot in March because a lot of calves will be after being born, and the infection pressure will be will be a lot higher. So that's when your vaccine really comes into 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 um, it's into its own. Before I let you go, you did mention a very important webinar that Highfield are holding on Monday. Tell us about this. Yeah, so we're having our first ever um, farm-based webinar, um, a focused webinar on Monday night at 7 o'clock. So if you want, it's all about cluster management and also uh, scour vaccines. So if you want to join, just call the office in Navin on 46 902 and uh, we'll pass on the Zoom link to you. Fantastic. Hazel, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Sinead.
0469022487. That is the number. You can also find them highfield.ie. And if you have any questions at all about your pet at home, if maybe your dog is acting strangely or your cat is something wrong with them and you want uh, our vets to answer the question, do get in touch with us on 086 1800 Lots of you getting in touch regarding Ashling Murphy and what I had to say about it. I'm going to get to as many of these messages as I can. But first, let's have a bit more music here. Sophie Doyle Ryder. LMFM Radio, Sinead Brazel here with you till one. That's Sophie Doyle Ryder with Too Much. The country is in shock this morning after the murder of a young, beautiful girl called Ashling Murphy. Uh, she was just 22 in a horrific attack and murder whilst out jogging, jogging in her uh, local area yesterday at 4pm. And I spoke at the start of the programme about how angry I am about this. And lots of people are getting in touch on 086 658 I can't believe, I can't stop crying this morning. For this poor 22-year-old lady starting out her career as a teacher, I'm just heartbroken for her and for her family. We are not safe in our own country. There are no words. Out running, minding her own business, it makes me so angry. Something needs to be done. I'm devastated for her. RIP Ashling Murphy, you'll never be forgotten. That's coming in from Joanne. Thank you so much, Joanne, for that. Um, also, David, Sinead, you're dead right. My sister works in the Matter Hospital. She parks her car a little bit away from the hospital to get some exercise in. She's always given out to me when I say, watch yourself going to your car. Her reply is, David, I've walked that road for 26 years. Nothing will happen. I don't relax until she's in the car. My daughter is studying to join the Gardaí Síochána. I'm petrified, says David. And yeah, I think maybe your sister might be in the minority. I mean, it, that's great that, you know, she's happy enough and she's walked that way for, for ages and that that's wonderful. But for me personally, I definitely don't feel calm when I'm walking towards the car, particularly in the night time. Um, this is coming in from Anne on 086 I totally agree. But I also feel that a lot of the solution lies with men talking to men, the good guys speaking up and saying what isn't acceptable. I had this chat with my own two daughters at Christmas and was shocked at what they encounter practically every day and certainly every night when socialising men need to educate their peers and their brothers and their sons staying staying silent isn't good enough Uh, yes uh, absolutely also Aoife Sinead, you're so right. I am angry. It's not all men, but it's not a woman's issue. Stop blaming women. Constantly you hear, what were you wearing? Did you encourage it? Enough. Stop. Do something about it. Stop blaming women, said Aoife. Yes, I forgot about that point as well. You often hear nearly the next reaction to when you hear something like this um, from people is, oh, you know, what was she doing? You know, or don't be blaming the woman for it. Uh, Laura said, Sinead, it's up to men to teach their sons, their brothers, uh, um, as uh, time and again, men, uh, you know, uh, yes, it's not all wet men. And instead of, you know, saying this, support women. We know it's uh, it's not all men. Get over it. Use your voice to help instead of complaining. And I'd have to agree with Laura. Yes, we know it's not all men. At the end of the day, there's no point in whinging about that either. Use your voice as a man to educate another man or your younger man in your life about what's right and what's wrong and what's respectful of women. This is what needs to be done. Thank you so much for all of your messages. 086 1800 658. Anish, Ain Crack, Air LMFM. 
Clearly Marian Shop, Mosmalat Ulysses, Dubliners, August Finnegan's Wake, by Anna Agat, Erin Urshkeli, Erinach, a four boss, Erin Lawshaw, Savlin Nijeg, Dahada Hain. Beishin, James, Augustin, Aloysius, Joyce, on fire, Vier and Tenor, Kadigavilis, a doe. Rogue Joyce, and Lockley, Savlin, Octeg, Octo, doe. August Kuishir, Klangos, Belvedere, August UCD, Kun Idikas, all. Kager Vugshege, Europe, Louis Nafidis, Shkushe, Goni, Fee, Vlockley, Maradur, Chehain, if I can get to the heart of Dublin, I can get to the heart of all the cities of the world. Finishkelt the lawn the character on a hail fane, clan, corja, august enemies in a mask. Then a partner nor a barnacle v. Bert Posh to egg Joyce. Honic international fame nor falshu Ulysses, Laura v. Bans and Stodge ain't the hair fat hamel, afi anchunker erin steel prosk, ergolor scrive nori a honic in a year. Kurue is cemetery in Akalazurk Zoo. Shine, crack and lay. Ain crack, er LMFM. If you're on the job hunt today, I have one on my list for you. Mead County Council requires an executive planner and a technician grade one. To apply, please check out current vacancies on the Mead County Council website. There's an information booklet and an application form. It's a technician grade one uh, just for people there. Um, And don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. I've just been handed a notice to say that the bingo the lucky numbers in bingo are back I'm going to tell you all about it just after a quick break 11 to 1 on LMFM Attention Radio Bingo players the lucky numbers are back next week on Radio Bingo with a 50 euro one for all voucher to be won every day next week as well as great daily prizes and big big jackpots I want to say congratulations to our recent winners including Annie Martin from Delvin Marie Murray Mary Street Drogheda they both won 200 euro Jim Flynn from Carlingford he scooped up a cool 800 euro and next week's jackpot to remind you is 9,400 euro nice you can buy your book for next week's game online lmfm.ie or from outlets throughout the North East and all of the details on this and the lucky numbers for next week can be found on lmfm.ie nice little 50 euro one for all voucher wouldn't go down it'd go down well wouldn't it or a nice 9,400 euro <laughs> be lovely in the bank account it would so that's all happening LMFM Radio Bingo next week before we finish up today I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who messaged uh, into the show today it's not an easy conversation to have uh, about this, you know, very real issue about, about violence against women. And it's something that I think we need to continue to have and we need to take action on it. But thank you so much to everybody who messaged in. That is our lot on the show for today. Have a great day. I'll leave you with Westlife. No one knows. 11 to 1 on LMFM. LMFM. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.